Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Steelers crazy nation, Steelers country. It is the most wonderful time of the year. The NFL draft is in a few days, and we are here with Mr. Michael Nicastro's final mock draft. Drum roll, Sammy. Let's get to it. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Steelers crazy. Harris Smith shields. Blacko Polamalu takes it home. Super Bowl 43. Pittsburgh might be bound for that thanks to number 43. The sickest Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Well, as I said, it's the most wonderful time of the year. I know uh, you have about 247 mock drafts, but this is the one that matters, man. This is this is the one you got to send in for the final review and, and live or die by it. So uh, first off, how are you today? I'm good. It feels like 247, but it's just three. So I'm proud of myself this year for limiting those down. a bit. I'm good, but my brain, I think, is going to explode. I am ready for the draft. I'm sick of hearing the players' names. I'm sick of hearing the rumors. I'm tired of the speculation, the smoke screens, the BS people are putting out there. Let's just get to it, man. I'm ready to see these guys walk across the stage. All of our projections are probably going to be wrong anyways. Yeah. So I have to stop treating this like an NCAA kind of like March our March, Madness yeah. bracket <laughs> where I change it 36 uh. times. Just to be wrong, anyways. I call that overthinking. Look that. Look up overthinking in the dictionary, and you'll see a picture of me with a March Madness bracket or an NFL draft. Yeah. So before we jump into the mock draft stuff, uh, the Steelers pre- press conference at a press conference today. Just kind of take away, you know, some takeaways. Um, obviously, uh, Mike Tomlin has his Mike Tomlinisms, as you as you call them. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, he kind of kind of threw them out there a lot from what I uh, caught. Um, just kind of talk about that, and then we'll jump into the draft buzz. Yeah, two major things for any Yinzer out there who might have missed it. The first thing that stuck out was the way they talked about pick 32, which is super rare for the Steelers to have because you don't get the first pick in the second round, generally, unless you're the worst team in national in the National Football League. And obviously that hasn't been close to the case with the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, in a long time, right? I mean, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season, so he's never had control of an entire day or round like this. So 
what Mike Tomlin and Omar Khan talked about was the fact that this is a pick that's going to be coveted by a lot of teams out there. They insinuated that they might already be fielding trade offers for pick 32, yeah. uh, even with the unknown of who's going to go in the first 31 picks. Remember, the Steelers got this pick because they traded Chase Claypool to the Chicago Bears. This could have been in the range of anywhere from you know 33 to 45, and then the Bears turned out to be uh, to have the worst record in football. So they caught a huge break there. They're going to be open to trading that. I don't think I, I would. Once we see some of the players that are going to be on the board, that'll dictate that, of course, and we'll find out who I have them taking in this mock draft. But that was one big takeaway is how freaking excited they are to have that pick. I am too. I said the most dramatic and exciting part of the Steelers offseason so far is not going to be who they take in the first round, but it's going to be that 16 hours in between whenever they draft a player and then they're on the clock for 16 hours leading up to Friday when the second round will start. So that was one thing. And the other takeaway was the way they talked about the 17th pick. Omar Khan and Mike Tomlin mentioned that they're very comfortable positionally everywhere across the board. They don't feel like they have this huge pressing need that they have to fill, which put me back because I had them trading up and I still might. But to me, that sounded like a vote of confidence that they can sit back at 17 and get a really good player who's high on their board. So I might hedge my bets a little bit today. Um, however, I'll hit you guys on Twitter with a final at Mike Dub Sports One before the draft. And, you know, at the end of the day, like you said, only one counts. The last one counts. So uh, we're getting close. But those are my two takeaways from the presser today with Omar and Coach T. Definitely. What do you think? I, I, we were just kind of talking about it off air with Anella and Sammy. It, it's just like, you know, it's a new reign. You know, this is Omar Khan and Mike Tomlin. And like you said, you know, they missed the playoffs. So this is this is kind of different uh, in Steeler land. We're not used to this. Um, I don't I don't I really I really have no words right now because I really can't pinpoint. Yeah. Um, I don't want to speculate anything. Um, I just know that we have pick number 17 and I know that. Um, you know, I, I think that we're going to take Joey Porter Jr. Um, if he's still there. Um, again, I keep saying about the Peter Skaronsky, but like we kind of just talked to about the it's going to what's going to dictate it is where the quarterbacks are, where the quarterbacks are taken. And, you know, the Jets taking an offensive lineman. We'll, we'll touch on the Aaron Aaron Rodgers trade was finally finalized. And yeah, it has nothing to do with the Steelers, but it does uh, uh, in draft implications and stuff like that. And he's in the AFC now. So um, uh, maybe we'll be seeing him, but uh, just talk about the current draft buzz and what is going on outside of the Steelers. Yeah. A lot of people have lives and jobs, so they don't get to pay attention to Twitter the way I do, I suppose on a daily basis and scroll whoever, you know, in the know is, creating or reporting things that our teams might may or may not be putting out there. I guess I'll put it that way because like we said before, who knows if what's being reported right now is smokescreen yeah. or facts, uh, but the draft buzz right now is really interesting. I'll, I'll go through some of it briefly. The favorite to be the second overall pick right now is Will Levis. Where did That's that come crazy from? To me. Kentucky quarterback was talked about maybe a few weeks ago is falling out of the top 10. But I've said it on this show. I just said it to you off air, and I've tweeted it before. The person, people, I should say, I trust most. I don't even know if they qualify the people category. 
are not analysts. They're not anybody like you and I. They're not Daniel Jeremiah, Peter King, as much as respect, as much respects I have for those guys. It's Las Vegas. Vegas knows things. Sportsbook spreads, right? They know. Somehow, they always know. You've bet NBA, you've bet NHL. I bet baseball yeah. and football and lost money and you know, I always see how damn close they are to getting it right. Will Levis is the favorite to go number two. Something strange is happening there. I think maybe a trade-up. Bijan Robinson, running back, top running back prospect in this class, is the favorite to go number eight to the Falcons. I found that to be really interesting. And then the last thing that I found to be really interesting as well that has swayed some of my thinking is that two offensive linemen, right, are probably going to be in that 10 to 17 range where the Steelers are picking. I think Paris Johnson is going to be off the board from Ohio State. And Peter Skaronsky, the guy we keep talking about, I don't think he'll fall to 17 either. So those two names are Broderick Jones from Georgia, Darnell Wright from Tennessee. Broderick Jones has always been favored and mocked higher than Darnell Wright, including by included by me the last couple of weeks. But Darnell Wright's a pretty big favorite to go ahead of Broderick Jones right now in Vegas, according to the Vegas Insiders. He's, his name has got so much steam recently. He can play right and left tackle. He's more polished and seasoned than Broderick Jones. Only started one season at Georgia. So that's telling me right now that I think Dorna Wright is somehow going to go ahead of Broderick Jones in this draft, which throws things off because my last mock draft was Darnell Wright for the Steelers. But uh, it also you know pushes Broderick Jones down the board a little bit, which he's a left tackle. I think the Steelers and fans might actually be happier with that if he's closer to the black and gold selection yeah I have a question too talking about Georgia Bulldogs do you think if Jalen Carter did somewhat does does he have the possibility of falling that and do you think that the off the field issues are coachable and do you think that that would if the if he was there do you think the Steelers could possibly take him I I don't see him falling that far just kind of wanted to get your take on that because I was reading an article today about it and I was kind of like you know um, I mean, the talent's there. It's just, you know, you just got to hope everything works out as far as on the person side. And I don't, you know, I'm not going to touch on that because I don't know enough, you know, about it and, and what, what he's dealing with and what, what's going on there. But just kind of, it's, it's very interesting because, again, this draft is, is very crazy. And I can't remember when, when via trade, like when is the last time the Steelers did pick it like 17? Like it's been a while. Yeah, it's a really, really good question for sure because I don't think he's going to fall out of the top 10 first and foremost. However, when I ran through my first round today, I had him going eighth, which is a little lower than I originally had him for a while. I had him at five to Seattle for a while, but I had him going eighth in the mock draft, and that was to the Arizona Cardinals after a bevy of trades. I had somebody moving up uh, and, and taking Jalen Carter and taking, excuse me, a quarterback uh, which led him to fall to eight. Anyways, yeah, you mentioned the off-the-field concerns. That's a big drop, though, to 17. That's my only concern. Yeah. I, I just don't see it happening. But I've seen crazy stuff happen. happen. Right. And but this they could think me- about trading up. They could think about trading up, right? There were talks that about That leads me to my up. next question. If the, tr- if the Steelers trade up, who will it be for? Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, on Carter, I think he is a guy that – is correctable. I would not worry whatsoever about yeah. taking him. If you believe in your staff and you believe in your program and your culture, that's a guy that, you know, certainly has had some challenges, but I think they're, they're correctable. He's a number one player on my big board. If the Steelers had the number one overall pick, I think they would take Jalen Carter. So 
yeah, if he does fall below 9, 10, 11, uh, I think they definitely consider moving up. I would too, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I think the Steelers are definitely going to consider a trade-up given the way that Omar Khan has maneuvered this offseason, wheeling and dealing, free agents you didn't see coming, a trade for Allen Robinson. Uh, So I think if the Steelers want a starting left tackle, which is probably the most pressing need, that with cornerback, they have to get ahead of the New York Jets, who now sit at 15 instead of 13. Because I think Paris Johnson probably goes at 9 to the Bears. Skaronsky is a... Great candidate to go 10 to the Eagles or 11 to the Tennessee Titans. I think Sammy Nanello would be cool with that at the end of the day. So those are two linemen who you're probably not, you're probably not trading up to seven or eight to get ahead of them. That's, that's a lot of equity to give up in a draft that you feel comfortable plugging some needs. So I think if they can get ahead of the Jets at pick 15, right? So who are some teams in that mix? You got the Packers. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I know we just had uh, Dave Damashek on. They're not going to uh, put uh, throw uh, Deontay Johnson into the into no, the mix. No, hell no, no way. That doesn't make any sense. They would be downgrading significantly to have yeah. Allen Robinson replace Deontay Johnson. That's just stupid to do to a second year quarterback like Kenny Pickett, who's developing a rapport with Deontay Johnson. But they could trade up with the Packers at thirteen who I think still might target a receiver or a tight end. You don't need to make that pick at 13. Patriots at 14 are interesting to me because Bill Belichick and that group are always open to maneuvering, so maybe they'll go to 17. So I think if the Steelers trade up to 13 or 14 now to get ahead of the Jets at 15, they take left tackle Broderick Jones out of Georgia. That's where I'm leaning, absolutely, 100%. I don't think it'll take all that much. Probably the fourth-round pick of 120 and a future third Something like that, I think, is a it was good for a three or four pick leap. Broderick Jones is is a really raw player. Started one year at Georgia, but he's a mauler at left tackle. He is a true left tackle, uh, and he's somebody. Obviously, I think you can plug and play, start right away, take over for Dan Moore, and just like that, position that needs a lot of work is likely corrected in the first round. All right, before we jump into your mock draft, uh, I, I know you kind of touched on it, but if we do stay at 17, who who do you who do you think? Do you, I, I still think it's just Joey Porter Jr. Um, you know, I just think that he's going to be the – I mean, Christian Gonzalez would be great, but, uh, again, I think that I don't see him falling um, that far. Um, and Joey Porter Jr. is the best – will be the best cornerback left on the board. Um, I really like your tweet about nepotism. Like that was a, that was just a fair tweet. It's not nepotism, right? It's not like, yeah, it's like you're looking at a board first overall. Yeah, even exactly. Um, And and it was funny because Connor Hayward, he, uh, when I I seen, I was checking out his uh, Twitter. He, he liked the the interview with uh, Jalen Reed that, that we did uh, with the sick podcast at the NFL combine. And I went on his thing and he had like a thing on there. They drafted him just because he was Cam Hayward's brother, like, you know, in all capitals and and stuff like that and exclamation points. And he was, he just killed it, man. He's a great player. He's going to be very serviceable uh, to the Pittsburgh Steelers in the 2023 season. And I think Joey Porter Jr., um, is one of those players when you look for it was kind of like everyone was talking about Kenny Pickett how he's the most NFL ready quarterback um, once he got the kinks worked out I think we started to see that you know towards the end of the season and I, I feel that Joey Porter Jr. can step into that role 
um, you know, and fill fill the void of a Cam Sutton and with you know Peterson and and vet guys to really help him. I think that he can make an impact immediately, and I think that that's what the Steelers need because we don't rebuild, we reload. Ooh, ooh, and I think Joey Porter Jr. would have that same damn mindset. Like, I yeah. think he would be like, oh, people are saying they took me because of my dad, right? Yeah, it's like, just fuel to the fire. People don't understand that. They're football players. You don't they, – they probably use everything, to, and then it's just, hey, let, let's prove all the naysayers and doubters wrong. I think that's what life's about, but you do it in a humble way and just go out on the field and leave it all out on the field. And, uh, you know, hey, I mean – this is just the crazy it's just like crazy times because this is how I know that we're getting older because you know we had Big Ben for all those years and then and then everything the tides are turning Kenny Pickett the Pittsburgh kid I'm like I still have to pinch myself sometimes because I'm like what is going on now we could possibly draft Joey Porter Jr. I'm just like this it's weird (laughs) yeah this dude was like 10 years old running around in a 2x 55 jersey when the Steelers like it's just it's insane. They shot me like, in Denver. They shot yeah, me in Denver. Yeah, man. man. Peasy, peasy is the is but, Jerry Porter. That's what Pac-Man yeah. Jones called him. Jerry Jerry Porter Jr. could, could yeah. be a, a Stealer. But man, I keep seeing. You're right. I keep seeing like players' sons. Like yeah. even like LeBron James Jr. creeps me out a little bit, Brian. Yeah. And I saw like Willis Mike McGahee, the son, fifth. Dino. Yeah. yeah, that's that's weird too. Like. I feel like just the other day, you're right. We were sitting in your basement at the age of 13 watching Ben Roethlisberger get drafted yeah. uh, and, and running around eating ham sandwiches or whatever Whoa. we did at yeah. Tracy York's house. On him. Yeah, yeah, always, always. You're a health, he's a health freak right here. If you if you don't know Jordan and you're watching this show, this guy, he doesn't eat healthy. He'll go chicken wings every once in a while just yeah. uh, in the spirit of of football and, and a 4th of yeah. July party or whatever it is. But this, this guy sticks to a strict diet. He's like – you know, he's like Iron Man out here. He's he's like an NFL. He's like TJ Watt. He's like an NFL linebacker. He's getting ready. I might like try out says. for. I might try out for special Arena teams next year. Yeah, you always Just, say uh, the XFL's been popping. The XFL's yeah. been popping, man. You bet like she can be out. Yeah, there. slot receiver or something. We'll see where it goes. We'll <laughs> see where it takes us. I just yeah, gotta we got make sure that they put it in my contract <laughs> that I could still do. You know, three p.m. I got to do the sick podcast. I got to leave practice and do that. So we'll be good. But okay, yeah, let's look get really it. good if this happens. All right, so I'll get. I know right. we, we Mike's we mock draft, the Castro's mock draft, the first four rounds. Go ahead, pick seventeen. Well, first of all, I'm like I said, I'm hedging my bets a little bit. All right, so we'll clip this next. You got to live and this die by first, this, man. This is the first question, <laughs> and I didn't answer it yet because we got on a tangent about ham sandwiches and Peasy, Jerry Peasy Jr. <laughs> if the, the first question was, and I'll start it with this. If the Steelers stay at 17, you said they'll take Joey Porter Jr. Yes. I say they'll take Lucas Van Ness, defensive lineman, outside linebacker, Iowa. And it's bothering me a little bit in my core deep down because I keep trying to, every time I fill out a first round mock, when I get to the Steelers, I try and find a way to not pick him, if that makes sense. But I, I have Jerry uh, Joey while well, I'm calling him Jerry Porter. Jerry, I have Joey, Joey Porter Jr. off the board prior to the Steelers pick at 16. I have top remaining players on the board when the Steelers are at 17. Deontay Banks is there. Uh, Anton Harrison, the tackle from Oklahoma. Uh, Nolan Smith, the edge from Georgia. And Lucas Van Ness, this guy out of Iowa who was a hockey player growing up who didn't even start under Kirk Ferentz at Iowa. And now some people are comparing him to J.J. Watt. 
or Aiden Hutchinson off the edge. His measurables are off the charts. He's 21 years old, which is super attractive because wow, obviously he's only 21. He's I don't know. I might have yet. to go with that. Holy crap. I didn't know. I, talk about I, I, I was watching him and I was like, I like this guy. And you just told me he's 21 years old. I'm like, holy yeah. crap. I'm sorry, Jerry Porter Jr. But <laughs> yep. So if they stay at 17, you heard it right here first with the 17th overall pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers will select Lucas Van Ness, oh outside God. linebacker, defensive end from Iowa. Next, you're going to tell me at 32, at they're taking 17. Jordan Addison. No, I'm, I'm not, because like I said, I'm hedging my bets. So now we can get to the mock draft, right? Yeah. All right. So in the mock draft currently, this is not considering they stay at 17, right? Like I said, I'm, I'm giving two options right now. Oh, We're still we four days, three days away from the draft. He's going to change full, it 20. This is the full mock. He's going to change it 20 uh, times before then. My gut right now says the Steelers are going to trade up for Broderick Jones. They're going to move up a few spots in this draft and get their left tackle of the future. Okay, so here are some possible destinations. An interesting connection not a lot of people are talking about right now. The Philadelphia Eagles pick at 10. Okay. Andy Weidel is a good buddy of the Philadelphia Eagles, right? Very familiar with that organization. In charge of player personnel with the Eagles uh, the last handful of years to a degree. They have a connection. The Steelers could potentially call up their friends at Philadelphia Eagles and say, hey, listen, we know you guys want a running back. We want an offensive lineman. 10 is a little too rich to take B. John Robinson or Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama. Let's swap picks. And then we can get our left tackle, Paris Johnson or Broderick Jones. I don't think they move up that far, ultimately. I'm going to have them moving up in that range with the New England Patriots at pick 14. I'll say pick 14. The Steelers move up. Patriots bump back to pick 17. The Steelers give up their fourth rounder this year, uh, pick 120. Call it a future fifth as well. They take Broderick Jones, left tackle out of Georgia with the 14th overall pick. You have me on record, officially, mock draft Mike. Steelers trade up for their left tackle. You're going to change your Jones Twitter handle for this week? Georgia. No, like I said, I gave out two things. If they stay, if they stay at 17, I think it's Van Ness. It's hard. It's hard as hell to predict trades. Like, right. You just, it's hard to predict trades. Broderick isn't going to be there at 17, but right You're now, not on a limb for him. Two limbs, I guess. Yeah. So what? So second round. Yeah. Yeah. So Broderick Jones with the first pick. Second round, I'm going defensive tackle out of Clemson. I'm sure everybody's heard this name already. You have to Brian Brissy. Yeah, Brian Brissy. I just is a guy I was that, just watching yeah. highlights. Yeah, he's a good player. His problem is he's been injured the last couple of years, which is why I think he falls. Yeah, but out so was round. so was George Pickens, and look at him now. Exactly. The Steelers are not afraid to take guys with an injury history. That's a great point, and that's something that I put in my mock yeah. draft right up with Brian Brissy. Mike Tomlin loves this kid. Brissy in his Press conferences describe Tomlin as a good friend because of how often he was at Clemson's pro day or Clemson games uh, mm-hmm. talking to them. This guy is a guy who is versatile lineman, can play all over the defensive line. We're going away from that zero tech. There's no Casey Hamptons anymore. Even the Montrevious Adams of the world are kind of worthless. This guy honestly can play three downs uh, as a three or five tech. Really, really you know, promising player. Was the number one recruit coming out of high school before he went to Clemson. Uh, Brian Brissy at 32, he's going to fall out of the first round. Uh, like I said, he's missed 13 games with injury. His best football is is still to come. Uh, it's, I think, what the Steelers could do at pick 32. So you go right to the trenches with the first two picks. Andy Trenches, Weidel, 
Roger Jones, offensive tackle. Brian Bercy, defensive tackle. Boom, just like that. Trenches short up, first two picks. And what's the next one, 49? Next one's 49. I have Darius Rush, cornerback out of South Carolina. You have him going Joey Porter Jr. in the first, locking down that cornerback. I have them finally going corner with the second pick of the, their second pick of the second round. Some would say this is a little bit of a reach, but who the hell knows? You know, it's the NFL draft. You don't know where these teams have these guys ranked. Rush is 6'2", so he's tall. He is a project to a degree. He was a receiver uh, for a long time. You know, recently made the switch to corner. So I think it'd be a good learning curve for him to chill under Patrick Peterson for a year. Uh, some people are comparing him to Trayvon Diggs, Cowboys corner who played receiver for a while, high school and college, and now is just a ball hawk. Intercepts the ball left and right. So I think Rush is a dude the Steelers like. Maybe a bit of a reach at pick 49, but mm. they get their corner. Poor man's Joey Porter Jr. Tall, rangy, can make a lot of plays on the ball, but he's going to need some work. All is right. it too late to take a corner? Pick You think? I mean, nothing. Everything's on the table with this draft. Everything. I don't think anything. It, it's what people don't realize is even if someone would give you some, if you don't know anything about football and they just said, here's a sheet and these are the rank by their, you know, the statistic, you take the best player on the board. I mean, it's common sense. It, you know, obviously, you know, you might have a relationship with these guys. You might have an in with some of these guys from going to the senior bowl, all that type of stuff and pro days. But at the end of the day, you take the best available player or whatever your team needs, you know, yeah. left guard, defensive end, like whatever your team needs to get stronger. That's the position that you take. Um, yeah, man. I said, you know, this is a guess, right? It's a guess. Even people in the know need to acknowledge that we are just guessing out here, right? Like we can act Everyone's like we have guessing. all this inside information. The reason we're guessing is because if anybody knew outside of the Steelers brass, they're derelict of duty. They're doing a bad job then, right? Yeah. Because why would they want you, me, Post-Gazette writers, Trib writers, radio hosts, to know who they are taking, you know, to yeah. know their plans. Because if that gets out, it only hurts them at the end of the day. So Definitely. they're smarter than that. They're not stupid. We could we connect the dots, right? That's all we can do over here. Mm-hmm. Think about who they, what positions they need, players they've brought in, and a consensus top board, put our board together, and just go from there, man. I've had some success. I didn't have him taking Kenny Pickett, but the year before I had him taking Najee Harris – that one, okay, kind of obvious. I don't think anyone had him taking Kenny Pickett. Yeah, Peter King did. Shout out Peter King. Peter King a lot of people yeah. are shitting on him today for the pick of Jackson Smith and Jigba, but he's been clutch. But the year before that, I had him taking Chase Claypool, and that was that was one where nobody really had them pegged. So that's mm-hmm. one I I, I kind of you know have a lot of a pride in. I always bring that up. But so if I cool. I nail this one, that's three and four years. But I guess I'll actually have to make a pick <laughs> for that to happen. Yeah. All right. Do we have one more? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'll throw one more at you. Uh, I'm going to go round three, pick 80 here. An outside linebacker from Wisconsin, Nick Herbig. Another Wisconsin guy. Yeah, why not, right? This is a kid that off-ball linebacker, but I think he also has edge potential. He played edge in college, 20 sacks and 75 pressures over the past two seasons. Listen, man, an outside linebacker from Wisconsin. Does that sound familiar? How's that worked out for the Steelers? Uh, pretty well. Pretty, pretty damn good. This dude is a high motor. Listen, he gets to the quarterback. 
Uh, you know, has a lot of creative moves. Steelers need an edge for me. This is a, a really huge need. Bud Dupree did not sign uh, back, which here. I'm glad that really Bud thin. Dupree didn't sign. And it's nothing personal. You are, yeah. Yeah, I just go younger. He he's too injury prone. I mean, it, you know, you see what he was good when he was on the field, but he wasn't on the field that much. And uh, I just think that the Steelers need to get younger uh, on defense. Period. I mean, the Devin Bush uh, didn't work out, um, so now it's time to get someone. I mean, I feel like since, and I think I said this on probably six podcasts already that we did. It's like ever since Ryan Shazier, it's been like a curse. It's like the Madden curse. This the Shazier. Uh, curse. Um, we, we should have talked to Dave Damashak about that because he does the podcast with him. And I'm sure he would even said, you know, it's been it's it's crazy. Um, I think the Steelers might have led the league recently in Wisconsin players on their team. I think it was TJ Watt, Mr. Milk, our boy yeah, Isaiah Loudermilk. Isaiah Loudermilk. Derek Watt. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's one more that I'm missing. Uh, but I know it was between them and Michigan because we used to poke Chris Wormley a little bit, yeah. uh, even though they had Worm, Zach Gentry. Uh, there was one. There was another Michigan dude somewhere. Oh, Devin Bush. Devin yeah. Bush, there you go, was the other Michigan dude. So uh, an outside linebacker from Wisconsin who had 20 sacks past couple years. Here's a fun fact. That last name, Herbig, yeah, the Steelers just signed his brother, Nate Herbig, the offensive lineman. Wow. So you think there's some pull in that room to take a guy like Nick Herbig? Nepotism. Yeah, I, I think they're definitely a nepotism right back at it. It's going to be the theme. If the Steelers take Joey Porter and then they take J.J. Watt, come out of retirement, come to the and Steelers. Then they, and then they take Jordan Addison. And then I'm trying to think, is, is there any other Steelers-related uh, players in this draft? Uh, I don't think there's – I don't think there's another uh, Watt, Cannon like Smith, said. but he's uh, the Ohio State guy. Yeah. Plays for the Jack, Pirates. There you go, Jackson Smith and Jigba. There's yeah. there's your next level. That is the most Pittsburgh draft we could put together of all time. Listen, okay, let's put together the biggest Pittsburgh draft right here. This would be a fun clip to clip to clip off. The most Pittsburgh draft of all time is going to be Joey Porter Jr. at pick 17. Mm-hmm. Somehow Jackson Smith and Jigba falls to pick 32. Okay, so you take him, his brother, of course, Pirates, Kane and Smith and Jigba. Yeah. And then they're going to double down on receiver. Why not? We need we need as many receivers as we can get. And Jordan Addison's going to fall all the way to pick 49. And they're going to take him, the pit kid. And then you know what's going to happen? They're going to take Nick Herbig out of Wisconsin, the brother of Nate Herbig. And they're going to have the most geographically confined draft in the history of the modern era and then, you know, they'll they'll draft who does does Sidney Crosby have a sibling out there they can take? Uh, Lucas Van Ness. There you go. He's a hockey player. Yeah. So he could fit right in with the Penguins. There you go. Pittsburghers. Dave Damashak, True Yenzer. He would love that. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of good stuff. We we just uh talked with uh Corey Curtis. Uh, you know, has some flashes of Big Ben, um, played talk kind of touched on the Dwayne Haskins and his relationship. I thought that that was um, really cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just check out that episode and, uh, you know, see, see how your mock draft stack stacks up to, uh, you know, Mr. Nicastro here. So it's not done yet. It's not a finished product. Check out, check out yinzercrazy.com. Check out, we're going to throw it on the sick podcast webpage as well. Why not uh, before the draft? But I think two things are fair right now. My prediction is the Steelers trade up and take Broderick Jones offensive tackle from Georgia. Trade-ups are hard to predict, man. 
And I'm going out on an absolute limb here for sure as well with the second thing here and that if they stay at 17, Lucas Van Ness uh, is who they take. So uh, I gave out two options. I already already said I'm hedging my bets and it's a little bit embarrassing, but uh, I will have something concrete. Twitter at Mike Up Sports 1 before Thursday. Because you can't, you can't be that guy with two. But we still got three days. Shit can yeah. still change. It, when things can still change, it's hard to pencil something in. It just changed an hour ago. Or yeah. I should say yesterday it changed with the Aaron Rodgers trade. So yeah. who, could the Steelers sign a veteran outside linebacker a day from now that they get a cheap deal on? Justin Houston, they didn't see coming. Yeah, they could. And then guess what? I wouldn't have Lucas Van Ness as my pick at 17 in the first right. round. So – until the day of, man, things change. Don't hold me accountable. That's what I'm saying, Yinzers. People in our comments, it's, don't hold me accountable. Things can still change. Look at the Aaron Rodgers trade. And it's definitely Steelers crazy all week. So, well, this has been another great episode. Uh, yeah, mic'd up sports one mock draft. I'm Jay York football. I see I, I took your advice. We're all football over here, baby. The change of rain. Mock draft, Mike. My new Twitter name. I got to change. I'm yeah. sure there's one. If out you there. now, if you now, like, if you now the two picks, then you have to change your Twitter Twitter handle. I'll have too. to be like mock draft, Mike twenty yeah. or something, or at least sure put it on a shirt. Of them. Cool. All right. Well, hey, we appreciate everyone tuning in. As always, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. There you go. Scan it. They'll be all over Pittsburgh. They're already starting to go all over Pittsburgh. Walking to the Pirate game. Soon to be walking to the Steeler game. Just walking to the Pirates playoff game. Yeah, there you go. The hottest team, the the well, the it's been a pitching duel the past couple of days, but I'd like to say that they have the hottest offense on uh, Pittsburgh right they now. They did. So most definitely shout out to the Pittsburgh Pirates. And hopefully the Penguins can get it together. But one thing here that we will end on is that the Steelers crazy goes 365 days a year. So no matter what. We're bringing you the best Steeler coverage with great guests. What about a leap year? former players? Leap year. Do we'll, a little less, I guess. We'll do. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Until next <laughs> time, stay crazy and go Steelers. It's NFL draft time, baby. The most wonderful time in the world. Jay York football, mic'd up sports one. Steelers crazy, sick podcast. Sammy, Roger Jones, or Lucas Van Ness. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Steelers Crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.